Good morning, church family. Greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank God for bringing us together in this fashion. Uh, this is a, is a, is a kind of, um, it's a different, um, what do you call, setting, uh, different service. Um, it's not usually like this, but we thank God that we are here today. I remember when I went to seminary, um, I never wanted to be a pastor. Um, it's strange, right? I wanted to go to the countries that we pray for every Sunday. There was a plan for me to go and uh, be a missionary there. I had no plan to get married, um, no plan to lead a church. I wanted to just go and serve the Lord in that setting. So you must thank my wife that when I first saw her, I knew that things are going to be different. I knew that my life is going to turn out differently than I planned. I never wanted to be a pastor still. When um, I was in my third year of seminary, there were two churches that were calling a pastor. And the seminary were saying, um, which one do you want to go to? There was one that needed a senior pastor. I was young, you know, when, when I came here, how young I was. Um, and there was one that was looking for a, a youth pastor. So I went to the one that wanted a youth pastor, rather than the one that wanted a senior pastor. And when I got there, within three months, I was the senior pastor. Um, <laughs> so God works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? God works in ways that we can never really guess what God is doing. But in, in the way he works, we can be sure that he works in wisdom, he works in love, and he works in his sovereignty. We, we, we can bank on the fact that God is faithful at all times. Um, I just want to encourage you this morning from um, the, the letter that Paul writes to the Thessalonians uh, in chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, and look at the fact that God is faithful. So the God who is faithful. Um, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. My focus will just be on a phrase. Uh, usually when we gather together in this way, we go through a book of the Bible, um, going through expository preaching, but this will be more thematic than expository in nature. Um, Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. Finally, brothers, this is what it says, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened among you, that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men, for not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful. That is the phrase that I want to focus on, but the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, our Lord and God, we thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. 
as we sing, as we rejoice, as we uh, think upon your faithfulness. We pray that our hearts will be filled with thankfulness. As we hear your word this morning, speak to us. In Jesus' precedent, then we pray. Amen. So with, with Paul writing this letter, remember that he is writing to a church that is troubled, a church that is in trouble. The Thessalonians are suffering um, under persecution from without and pressure from within. The, the, the pagans around them wanted to see the church destroyed. The unruly members of the church who had embraced false doctrines concerning the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ were trying to fundamentally alter the course of the church. They wanted to move the church away from sound doctrine. And Paul writes here to encourage them to persevere in the face of their trials. This is a church that was in crisis and the true believers in Thessalonica needed a solid word of encouragement. In these verses that we have read that form our text this morning, the very word that they needed is the word that we need to hear as well. In verse 3 of our text, we um, see that phrase, the Lord, but the Lord is faithful. That was what the people in Thessalonica needed to hear. And it is what you and I need to hear this morning. I want to take these verses and preach on the fact that the Lord, um, uh, uh, our God, is a faithful God. Let me share with you some few thoughts that present themselves here. These thoughts remind us that our God is the faithful God. I don't know about you, but I need to be reminded of this fact from time to time. And let this verse remind you about the wonder of the faithfulness of God. Let me um, tell you, first of all, about this faithfulness of God. It, it, Paul says, the Lord, um, he says, the Lord is faithful. Now, first of all, he is faithful in his person. He is faithful in his person. He writes, the Lord is faithful. The implication is that faithfulness is synonymous with the very character of God himself. It is in God's character to be faithful. Many other places in the Bible give us insight into the character and the person of God. Let me just um, highlight a few for you. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 24, it tells us, For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 31, it tells us, The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 30, verse 9 for the Lord, your God, is gracious and merciful and will not turn his face away from you if you return to him. Uh, Psalm 46 verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 47 verse 7, for God is the king of all the earth. John chapter 4 verse 24, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In this passage that we just read, we are told God is faithful. The word faithful in the New Testament refers to one who is trustworthy in transacting, in the transacting of his business, the execution of his demands, and the discharge of his duties. It speaks of one 
who keeps all his promises. In the Old Testament, it speaks of firmness, steadfastness, and steadiness. This one word identifies the God who is faithful, that God is the faithful one. That, that is why he is called in Revelation chapter 3, verse 14, he is the Amen. Right? He is firm and he is faithful. He, he says, let it be and it is. He is the God who never changes. Brothers and sisters, when we look at God's dealings with the people in the Bible, one of the characters that stand out about God is the fact that he was faithful to them. Even when they were not faithful, he remained faithful because he couldn't deny himself. He never changed. God never changes because of the weather. He never changes because of seasons. He never changes because of uh, trouble and situations around him. We, we know how much things change us, right? But God never changes. He is the God who never fails. He has always been and he will ever be the great I am. He is the God who can be counted on. Just as he's always, uh, uh, you know, and in the Bible, as he says he is, and he's always faithful, we can trust that he is faithful. So first of all, I wanted you to see that he is faithful in his person. Secondly, he is faithful in his promises. He's faithful in his promises. And since God is faithful, he can be counted on to stand by his word. God can be counted on to stand by his word. Paul reminds the people in Thessalonica that God will establish you and guard you against the evil one. The, the, the word established has the, has the idea of making stable, placing firmly, uh, 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 setting fast. Right? It means that God will strengthen them and cause them to become constant in their lives and, and, and confirmed in their mind. The word God here carries the idea of protection. It is God's promise that he will protect them from every enemy, whether they are inside or outside the church. Because God is faithful, he can be trusted to do what he says he will do. That is the biblical testimony to the faithfulness of God. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. Right? That is why it is through him that we utter our amen um, to God for his glory. Second Chronicles, Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. Abraham, we are told in chapter 4 of Romans verse 21, he was fully convinced, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. God will stand by his word. Psalm 138 verse 2, the psalmist says, David, I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness, for you have exalted above all things your name and your word. He's not like us human beings, is he? We make our promises and we can not always stand behind them. We make a promise and we break it. God is not any, at all like us. What he says he will do. And he will do it. Because he cannot lie. Remember those words in Numbers 23 verse 19? 
uh, when God, uh, when, when God through Balaam says, he is not man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? What he says, he will do. What he promises, he will fulfill. You see, regardless of the realm of this life, the Lord can be trusted to stand by his promises. He will save you if you come to Jesus, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. He will keep you and take you to heaven when this life is over. He will hear you when you call to him. He will meet your needs here in this world. He will give you grace that is sufficient for every trial. He will give you peace in the midst of every circumstance of life. He will walk with you every step of the way to glory. He will keep every promise that he makes in his word. Not only is he faithful in his person, not only is he faithful in his promises, but thirdly, he is faithful in his performance. He's faithful in his performance. We do not have to, we, we do not have, to have a record um, of how the Lord honors his promises to the church in Thessalonica. But we can have the confidence that he did. After all, just as surely as God is love, God is faithful. Right? The Bible has much to say about the faithfulness of God. Let, let me just share a few passages with you. His, faithful, his faithfulness, according to the Bible, is unlimited. In Psalm 36, verse 5, um, uh, the psalmist says, Your faithfulness extends to the clouds. His faithfulness is unfailing. Psalm 89, verse 33, it, it says, But I will not remove from him, it, it, God saying this, But I will not from, remove from him, my servant, my steadfast love, or be false to my faithfulness. Again, he, his faithfulness is abounding. Uh, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 23, verse 22 and 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. He is faithful to help his people. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. He is faithful to those he saves. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 to 24, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and your whole soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. He is faithful to all his promises to those he saved by his grace. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 tells us, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. He is faithful in his forgiveness of sin. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 If we confess our sins He is faithful and just To forgive us our sins And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness What does this mean for us? It is simply a reminder Regardless of what happens in life God is faithful Here's what I mean Friends will fail you But God is faithful 
family will fail, but God is faithful. Funds will fail, but God is faithful. Whenever we, we think about how the things of the world can fail, we must always respond with the fact that God is always faithful. Feelings will fail, but God is faithful. Faith will fail, but God is faithful. And by that, I'm not implying that faith in God is ever misplaced. I am saying that often our faith is overwhelmed by doubt, isn't it? In spite of that, God is faithful. Regardless of how life plays out, we have the confidence that our God is faithful and that he will stand by us even when our faith is weak. I think this is the shortest sermon that I've ever preached. When we gathered here together to think about um, what God had in store, I can, I'm not a prophet, but I can tell you none of us knew none of us knew and most of us including me were afraid we are afraid of what the future might hold afraid of where things might go the future of the church we were afraid but you know what was true at that time God is faithful he remained faithful. He continues to be faithful. Let me give you my last point. He is faithful to CBC. He is faithful to CBC. He was faithful in bringing a long line of faithful men who desired, whose desire was to preach the word and make disciples in Rustenburg. We have spoken about those men who stood on this pulpit who led this church, faithful in preaching the word, faithful in leading the church. He was faithful in bringing men and women who covenanted together to be a community of faith that we, we, we now know as Central Baptist Church. Look around you. People that have committed to this local church, people that uh, you know, have committed to saying this is home for us, he is faithful. He was faithful in the joys, the strife, the conflicts, the victories that CBC has gone through in all the years. He was faithful to sustain the church in the low valleys, the dark seasons, and the confusing times. When I came to Central Baptist Church and I was invited to come uh, preach uh, for pulpit supply my heart really went out for this church but I didn't know how it was going to turn out so I prayed to the Lord to say Lord where are you leading me in this season and finally God brought me here and I had a conversation with the man here. I remember Philip, um, brother Philip, taking me. And we were talking about um, the church. I remember sitting with um, the, 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 the Van Rasbecks, 
sitting with the Makukwe, sitting with the Nyonis, the Gotos, um, and, and, and how we, um, the, 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 the Odendals as well, and how God um, was faithful and how he was going to work in this um, church. And God has worked, hasn't he? Let me conclude with the words of Willem since we, we have been speaking about him. We're not trying to, to put you on the spot. As we were driving on Sunday to church and we were thinking about even the finances of the church and I was suggesting that we put the, 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 our house um, you know, for, for rent. Willem said something he might have forgotten. He said, God is faithful and he will build his church. Let me remind you all, regardless of what happens, God is faithful. He will build this church. We are here. We desire that you also be fully committed to being here. Amen? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your faithfulness. Thank you for how you have rejoiced our hearts. Our hearts cannot, but, cannot help but sing, bless the Lord, O my soul. <laughs> we, we, we sing with joy, knowing that we did not bring this about. But it is you, Lord. And we thank you. And we want to rejoice in your faithfulness. We want to rejoice in you. <laughs> May you, you continue to give us hearts that are grateful because of who you are. In the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.